Hey guys, it's time for Straight Up Sports. Devin Albertson here. Sorry it's so late getting this one out this week. Uh, it's been a hectic week for me. Uh, a lot of stuff going on personally, so been trying to get around to this, but here it is. Time for the week uh, 8. We're in week 8 now, preview. Only two weeks left of the regular season. I'll post um, all the standings and stuff, conference, districts, overall, Misha, stats and all that on Mo8 Man Football. If you're hearing this on Friday, it should all be up right now. Uh, go retweet that, share it, show the kids some love who are in the top 10 for all those and where the teams are in each of the standings. Um, quick recap. Uh, 275, it's pretty much settled. East Addison, a couple of easy games left for regular season. 7-0 in conference play. They're going to win the 275. Livingston, 6-1. They're going to finish the second. Mountain City, 4-2. They're going to finish third. The battle for fourth will take place in Graham, I believe, this um, Friday night. Rockport at South Holt. Not away Holt. Both those teams are 3-3 three three in conference play. Rockport, 4-3 overall. South Holt, Not away Holt, 3-4. Uh, DeKalb, 3-4, and 2-4 and four in conference play. Platte Valley, 2-5, and 2-4 and four in conference play. Uh, technically, they'll be tied 6, but Platte Valley, with the head-to-head -head there over DeKalb, uh, will move into 6, kind of sole possession if you go by tiebreakers. Stewartsville, 1-5. Northwest Nottoway, 0-6, but 1-6. They picked up their first win of the year last week against LeBlanc in a non-conference matchup. Uh, GRC, Pattonsburg's clinched at least a share, it looks like, of the GRC. Uh, just the game against Albany left. They should win the two GRC Conference, be the outright champs this year unless they falter to Albany. Uh, North Andrew and Worth County are both 3-1 and one in conference, 5-2 and two overall. They play this Friday at Worth County. I'll be calling that game, so I'm not going to give a prediction for that game, but it is definitely uh, that another game is the game of the week. Pattonsburg at North Shelby is probably the game of the week, but this one, a close second, probably has more ramifications um, with district standings and stuff like that going forward. So it's going to be interesting to see how North Andrew Worth County shapes up tonight. Very interested to see how that one works out. Um, King City, sorry, Albany 2-2 two and two in conference play, 4-3 and three overall. King City is 2-5, two 2-3 and five, two and three in conference play. Stanbury, 2-5, and 1-4 and four in conference play. And Bramer, 0-7, 0-5 in conference play. Uh, that's conference. Those standings shouldn't really change. 1-4-5-6-7, 2-3 could flip this week depending on who wins between North Andrew and Worth County. Uh, Albany does play King City, so that could ship, mix things up a little bit. Um, where is that game at? Week 8 in Albany. I think Albany does win that game against King City, so I'll get to that in a little bit. But it looks like Pattonsburg and East Action are going to win the GRC and 275 Conference, respectively. Um, going to the Central River Conference, it's still a two-team race. North Shelby 6-1 overall, 3-0 in conference play. Oric 5-2, 3-0 in conference play. Um, they will play next week uh, for the conference title. That should pretty much wrap up that conference. They've all, each one of those teams has beaten everybody else in that conference. Uh, Norman Harden Central is 1-2 and two in conference play, as is Northwest Hughesville, and Chillahowie is 0-4 in conference play. Um, Norman Harden Central is play Northwest Hughesville in conference play. They should win that one and finish third in the conference. Uh, Chillahowie still has... Chillahowie should be done in conference play as well. They're 0-4. So, yeah, Chillahowie's done in conference play. They probably will not win a game this year as uh, Bramer's probably in the same boat. Chillahowie has Drexel and Osceola on their schedule. Probably two losses for them. Bramer, they still have to play Bishop LeBlonde 
and North Andrew. Uh, LeBlanc did just lose to winless Northwest Nottoway, so that's not out of the question for Bramer to possibly get a win there versus LeBlanc. But if they don't this week, they will not beat North Andrew in Week 9. So Bramer uh, trying to save off a winless season this week against uh, LeBlanc. And in the Wemo Conference, Appleton City has clinched the conference title. 7-0, 3-0 in conference play. Um, Drexel and Osceola both 2-2. Two and two. Liberal one and two, and Rich Hill is one and three. So that's your Wemo conference. But Rich Hill playing good football right now. They're a dangerous team going into the playoffs. Uh, you saw them upset Drexel and then play Pattonsburg tough two weeks ago. So Rich Hill could be a team to watch going into the playoffs. District one standings right now goes Appleton City, Drexel, Liberal, Osceola, Rich Hill, Northwest Hughesville, and Chillahowie. Um, I believe Liberal and Osceola have already played this year. Yes, and Osceola won. So right now, Osceola would actually be the three seed. They would flip with Liberal uh, due to tiebreaker there with the head-to-head. So it would be Osceola the three seed hosting Northwest Hughesville while Liberal would host Rich Hill. So just want to look at there. Um, couple injuries to Drexel right now kind of knocked them down a little bit. I think Appleton City should win District 1 right now. Uh, District 2, uh, Northwest, sorry, Southwest Livingston, North Shelby, Oric, Norman Harden Central, Stewartsville, Bramer in order for that six-team district. Uh, right now, Livingston and North Shelby both get buys. Oric would be the three-seed hosting Bramer in Northwest. Norman Harden Central would host Stewartsville. Um, but that could change with Oric and North Shelby playing in two weeks. Also, North Shelby has a tough game this Friday. Um, at home versus Pattonsburg. So a couple of interesting matchups there that could definitely change things. Um, Oric, they're going to close the year um, with Osceola, who's a little banged up right now, and at North Shelby. So Oric, at worst, I think will finish 6-3, and three, could finish 7-2, and two, depending on how they do last two a couple weeks. But they will be playing for the conference title and a bye in the first round of the playoffs at North Shelby in two weeks. Um... District number three, right now, Pattonsburg pretty much locked up the one seed. Uh, Worth County two, Albany three, technically Stanbury four, King City five. They will flip due to head-to-head if they stay beside each other in the standings. But Platte Valley right there, right behind them um, in the points. Very close behind Stanbury and King City. That could still mix up if Platte Valley can get a win here down the stretch versus, say, Stewartsville. Platte Valley could jump up and possibly be a four-seed or so in that district. They play at Stewartsville this Friday before closing the year against East Atchison. Uh, King City has Albany this week on the road. Stanbury's at East Atchison. Stanbury at Worth County. They're probably going to lose the last two games. King City, uh, tough matchups at Albany and at Southwest Livingston in the year. So Platte Valley, if they get a win this Friday against Stewartsville, you could see them jump up to the four line actually in that district, dropping Stanbury and King City down. You can see Platte Valley hosting um, a playoff game actually against Stanbury. Sorry, against King City would most likely be King City at Platte Valley. That could be interesting to see how that game would play out. You'd have Stanbury going to Albany and Northwest Nottoway going to Worth County. So that's what it looks like. As of right now, that's still subject to change due to kind of see where that's going to go. And then district number four, East Atchison has pretty much locked up the district there. They'll be the one seed. Uh, the two seed, North Andrew and Mound City. Right now it's North Andrew. That could depend. If North Andrew loses this week to Worth County, Mound City will be the two seed. If not, I believe both these teams will win out to close their schedules as 
North Andrew, of course, as I said. If they beat Worth County, they have Bramer next week. That should be, if they win Friday, they'll finish the year 7-2. and two. Uh, Mound City, they have games at home versus DeKalb, and then at Rockport. Those should be two wins for the Panthers. They'll finish the year 7-2 and two as well. So it's kind of depending on who finishes 7-2 and if North Andrew finishes 6-3. and three. It's a huge game this Friday for North Andrew. Four district standings. Uh, not as big for Worth County. They're pretty much locked into that two seed over there in district number three because they have the head-to-head over Albany, most likely over Stanbury, and over King City. So they should be good. Uh, should be golden over there for that two seed in district number three. But North Andrew's playing for the two seed in district number four tonight uh, when they play Worth County. Uh, Rockport, South Fulton, hold four and five. That could flip. Um, depending on how that outcome goes. If the Spartans win, Rockport will drop to the sixth line, actually, because they lost the head-to-head to DeKalb. Um, so it could be interesting to kind of see there. But if Rockport wins, South Fulton Holt should still stay at the five, even if they drop down points-wise below DeKalb. They beat DeKalb head-to-head. So right now, it looks like the Spartans are pretty much slotted into either the four or the five spot, and that'll just depend on whether they host um, DeKalb or go to Rockport in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, DeKalb, they can kind of, as I said, either go to South Holt, Navi Holt, or to Mount City slash North Andrews. So that's what you're kind of looking at for first round matchups. East Ashton will get a bye, and then either North Andrew or Mount City will host LeBlanc. So kind of the way it looks right now. A couple of big games this weekend and next could definitely alter these standings a little bit. Um, but my favorites going in to the playoffs to make the semifinals, Appleton City. I'm going to go North Shelby. We'll see how they do versus Pattonsburg. That could change my opinion a little bit. Pattonsburg and then Mound City, I think, still comes out district number four. I think they'll – they've – they kind of feel – I heard this analogy the other day, listening to other sports talk radios of teams that sleptwalk the early through the year. They're very talented, but you kind of tell they're not interested, kind of. They kind of sleepwalk through the first half of the season. But when it gets to um, time to grit your teeth and – be aggressive, they go after it, and I think that could be what happens here with Mount City going to the playoffs. They look, they look really good last Friday against South Holt, not only Holt, um, and they're going to look good the rest of the year. Kind of like Clemson, I think they're going to have a thing where they kind of sleepwalk through the regular season, get to the playoffs, and then turn it on, and all of a sudden you just kind of remind everybody of how talented they really are. Um, so I still think Mount City wins District 4 and then goes to the state championship game to take on Pattonsburg. Um, so I think that's a Mount City-Pattonsburg state championship game still. Uh, still slight edge to Pattonsburg um, down in Columbia. A um, couple of things to point out here. Offensive stats, uh, passing yards. Uh, Will Height is insane. He had 12 passing touchdowns against Worth County through three quarters before he, uh, they put the JV in. Uh, that's tied to the state record, I believe. Um, he has 2,800 yards and 50 passing touchdowns through seven weeks. Yes, 50. That's seven passing touchdowns per game on average. Um, the next highest passing touchdowns, Gardner from LeBlanc and McEnany from East Ashton, both with 20 apiece. Um, so the top two guys behind Will Height do not match his total for passing touchdowns on the year. He has been that insane. Um... When they look, three guys have thrown for at least 1,000 yards. Of course, you have Will Height. You also have McEnany for East Addison with 1,200. And Anderson from Livingston, just over 1,000. Uh, expect Gardner, Gladstone, Quinlan to all reach over 1,000 as well before the end of the year. They're all over 900 right now. Um, Blake Buchanan from Oric, 863. He should make it. Unfortunately, Tyler Guerin, Tyler Guerin of Osceola is going to be stuck at 881. He's done for the year. 
Uh, Randy Bender from Chillahowie's at 700. He has an outside shot. And then Jaden Baker, 631. Um, that's a lot of yards to get in the last two weeks, but we'll see what Worth County's defense kind of shows them um, and if they have to throw the ball quite a bit there in the game on Friday. Just something to look forward to. Uh, rushing the ball, there are four guys over 1,000 yards. Um, we'll go lowest to highest. Dawson Butterfield from Albany, 1,171. Uh, Joey Heron from Rockport, 1,254. Kaiser Hughes from Norbert Hardstool, 1,430. And then leading the state by a couple hundred yards, Mac Anderson of Southwest Livingston, 1,621 yards rushing. He also has a state lead with 31 rushing touchdowns um, on the year. Butterfield is second with 22. Hughes from Norman Hartsville with 21. Heron with 18. And then tied for fifth with Blake Buchanan and Andrew Alarcon with 16 apiece from Oric and Worth County. Uh, tough news there for Alarcon. I believe he might be done for the year over there at Worth County. I know he's not playing Friday against North Andrew. It's a big blow to that Worth County offense. We'll see what they decide to do. It looks like they're going to go a little more spread here with a three-receiver set or two receivers and a tight end at least uh, there for Worth County. And they just have Gladstone and Reinhardt in the backfield. But they'll have to adjust their offense a little bit there with Alarcon out, who's a very good football player over there for Worth County. So that's a big loss for them. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the stuff you look forward to. Uh, expect Darren McElfresh from uh, DeKalb beat over 1,000 yards. He's about 32 yards away. Uh, Blake Buchanan is about 100 yards or so from Oric. Um, outside shot for Carson Oberhauser from Northwest Nottoway. He has 830 yards, so 170 through two or three games, including the playoffs. He might be able to get there. He had a big game versus LeBlanc, I think over 300 yards rushing in that ball game to get the win for Northwest Nottoway. And then, of course, you have Jacob Coffey from Drexel, a couple hundred yards away. Uh, Dalton Luke from Platte Valley, also just over 200 yards away. So a couple guys who could get over 1,000 yards in the season that aren't quite there yet. Uh, receiving yards, two guys over 1,000. They both play for Pattonsburg, of course. Dakota Eaton and Patrick Cowley, uh, 1,024 and then 1,011, respectively. Uh, next highest is Chase Neptune of Livingston, 616 yards. So... Big time there. Hunter Noakes of Osceola has 588. And then fifth is Brett Emig of Pattonsburg with 478. So three of the top five receivers in the state, passing yard, receiving yards-wise, are all on Pattonsburg um, roster. They like to sling the ball. It's so much fun to watch. Also, Cowley from Pattonsburg leads the state with 21 receiving touchdowns. He has more receiving touchdowns than any other player in the state has passing touchdowns. Uh, Neptune from Livingston and Eaton from Pattonsburg both have 11 receiving a piece behind him. So, very interesting to see that. Uh, total yards, uh, Will Height leads it 3,298 total yards. Behind him is Mac Anderson from Livingston, 2,644. Followed by Hughes, uh, Norbert Harnsdale with 1,831. And it goes downhill from there. Uh, just a couple guys in 1,700s. So you can be able to see all these stats on Twitter at Mo 8 Man Coaches. Uh, sorry, at Mo 8, Mo 8 Man Football on Twitter. You can see all of those. But there's a bunch of guys, a bunch of total all purpose yards. Um, 10 guys over 1,200, it looks like. 11 guys over 1,200. 14, 15, 16, 17 guys over 1,000 all purpose yards through seven weeks. Um, so just something to look forward to. Um, just a lot of yards there for the season. A lot of offense, and it's so much fun to watch. Um, but yeah, go through the schedule here real quick for week eight, give you my picks, and then I'll probably head out because just so much to talk about that I'll get to more tomorrow tonight after the games are over. Um, at this point, you're just kind of waiting to see how a couple of these big, uh, gigantic match matchups go down. 
Uh, you have DeKalb at Mountain City. Mountain City is ranked number three in the state now as they return to one of their top rankings. Um, they will host DeKalb. Number four, Southwest Livingston hosting Northwest Nottoway. Uh, you'll have Rockport at Southwest Nottoway, one of the better games of the week. Rockport did get a couple points, a couple votes there in the media poll. And they're just outside the top ten. So something to look forward there with Rockport at South Holt. Not a way hold. Platte Valley at Stewartsville. Uh, it's actually a pretty good game there. I think Platte Valley wins and gets their third win of the year. It would be great for that program over there to get another win. Um, so, yeah, give me Platte Valley to beat Stewartsville. Uh, Stanbury at number two, East Atchison. Uh, East Atchison nearly won this game last year when Stanbury was one of the top teams in the state. Uh, Stanbury falling off a cliff a little bit. East Atchison really good. Give me East Atchison at home to beat Stanbury in this one. But Stanbury... Have shown quite a bit the last couple of weeks. They looked okay versus North Andrew when they lost that game, uh, 52-12. North Andrew was able to throw the ball on them, but couldn't really run the ball. And last week, Stanbury um, was down 22-0 to North Shelby going into the fourth quarter, made a couple touchdowns, made a one-score game, uh, made it kind of dicey there late. So Stanbury, their young talent, maybe turning a corner over there. They could be a real team to watch next year, but I don't think they have the horses to beat East Atchison. Uh, King City at Albany. Uh, both of these teams received early votes um, in the season for media poll. They've both dropped out now after a few losses. Um, give me Albany, but I think King City could keep it close. I think Butterfield is just a little bit too much there for King City. Uh, so give me Albany to win that game and to clinch a winning season as they are 4-3 and three right now. Uh, they still have King City, of course, and then Pattonsburg. So they need to win this week to secure at least um, a 500 record after the playoffs. So, and then we have North Andrew at Worth County. It is number eight at number five. So a top ten matchup here. Uh, this game will be on Pickup Country King and IM. You'll be able to hear this one over 95.9 FM from Grant City. The game is in Grant City this week. After a couple weeks, where Worth County had to move their home games due to field conditions, the field is ready to go this week. Um, North Andrew looks like they're starting to get a little bit healthier. I was looking at their um, starters and stuff that Coach Williams sent to me, which I really appreciate. Looks like Keaton Hanna and Hunter Grimes both can be back for him. Um, big additions there. Grimes is a big kid. Good to have him back in the middle of their defense and on the offensive line for him. So that should help North Andrew out quite a bit. But we'll see. We'll see if Worth County tries to spread him out a little bit and attack him in different ways. So Coach Healy, good coach over there. We'll see what he has um, rolled up his sleeve for this matchup. I'm really excited for this game. This will be probably the best game I've called all year, um, just matchup-wise. So I can't wait for this one until we get ready for the playoffs. This is a huge game, as I said earlier, for both these teams. North Andrew trying to secure the two-seed in district number four. Worth County trying to secure the second uh, spot in the conference, uh, just behind Pattonsburg, as is North Andrew. So very interesting to see how this game kind of works out between North Andrew and Worth County. Um, not going to make a pick here, but it should be a lot of fun um, to see how this game kind of plays out. Sucks for Worth County that um, Alarcon's out. He's a really good football player. I really enjoy watching him run the football. So that's going to hurt him, but we'll see if Gladstone and Reinhardt can carry the load for the Tigers. Then we have number one, Pattonsburg at number six, North Shelby. Probably the game of the week here. Um, these teams are combined 13 and 1. North Shelby's one losses to an out-of-team state, Waco, Iowa, by 10 in Week 1. So these two teams, both on hot streaks. North Shelby, you saw them upset North Andrew a couple weeks ago. Um, 
I'm interested to see if North Shelby has the guys on the outside to contend with Pattonsburg's speed. I think North, North Shelby up front can maybe bully Pattonsburg just a little bit. I'm just curious on the outside they have what it takes to keep up with Pattonsburg in a shootout if it becomes that. Uh, but North Shelby... Oh, sorry, has a very good defense, one of the better ones in the state. I believe they are second in um, scoring defense this year. Yes, they are allowing just 19.1 points per game, second behind East Ashton, who's allowing 18.4. Um, so North Shelby, top two defense in the state. Pattonsburg averaging 75 points per game on offense, so that's number one in the state by five points per game over Appleton City. Next highest is Worth County at 58 points per game. So... They are by far the best offense in the state, playing one of the better defenses. Um, you'll see North Shelby, they average 53 points a game themselves, while Pattonsburg gives up 40 points per game. Um, a lot of that, though, is JV guys coming in later, but it is what it is. They are both top four in scoring differential. Pattonsburg plus 35.1, and North Shelby plus 34.3, uh, only behind East Atchison and Appleton City. So... Two of the top teams when it comes to just dominating their opponents. I'm very curious how this game goes out. I think Pattonsburg does win this game because I think they're just too explosive on offense. But I'm curious to see if North Shelby can um, kind of do it versus North Andrew and slow the game down a little bit, execute, and maybe pull off the upset. If North Shelby pulls off the upset, I'll tell you what, the state championship game is wide open. And you can see these two teams play later again in the semifinal, which would be a lot of fun once again. And then we have Bishop LeBlanc at Bramer. I'll take LeBlanc. I have zero uh, faith in this game. I don't think this game will be very good. Uh, but LeBlanc, I think after losing Northwest Nottoway, maybe a reality check for them. They need to get into gear a little bit. So give me LeBlanc to beat the Bobcats of Bramer on the road. Sorry, I'm really tired right now. I'm recording this around midnight. I'm just exhausted. Um, Osceola at Oric. Um, Oric is ranked ninth in the polls this week. Osceola, they've fallen out after hitting hard times with injuries and stuff. Um, three or four weeks ago, I thought this would be a really fun game, but now I think Oric just too good, too healthy. Um, so give me the Bearcats in this one over the Indians of Osceola. Um, pretty handily here. Oric starting to play a lot better football now going in, and they need to win this game to get ready for North Shelby next week. Then Norbert Harden Central at Northwest Hughesville. Give me the Aggies of Norman Harden Central. Uh, fairly easily, Hughesville is not very good. Chillahowie at Drexel. Drexel is banged up right now, but they're not banged up enough to lose to Chillahowie, so give me Drexel. Uh, KC East Christian out of Kansas at Rich Hill. Give me Rich Hill to win that game. And Rich Hill to creep back towards 500. I believe um, they are 3-40 and 40 right now. I think they've finished the year 5-4 and four with wins over KC East Christian and at Northwest Hughesville in the year. And to finish with above 500 record going into the playoffs, they could be a dangerous team and maybe um, this time could upset Appleton City after losing to them in week one, 62-24. I think Rich Hill is a lot better now than they were then and could actually compete with them a little bit more. So we'll see what happens there. And the last game of the week is Liberal at Appleton City, 5-2 and two at 7-0. and oh. Appleton City ranked... Um, they have them seven in the state right now, according to the media poll. I have them as a top five team. Uh, kind of hard for teams down south to break through into the top five. But I think Appleton City is just too explosive. Liberal, their wins this year are not impressive. Um, so give me Appleton City to maybe run Liberal off the field a little bit here and make a statement. Um, as they'll be able to celebrate their conference title on their home field before playing Norburn Harden Central next week at home. So... 
<sighs> That's what I got for you guys this week. Um, I'm just very curious how these this week kind of pans out. Two top five matchups, top ten matchups, I guess, with North Andrew at Worth County in Pattonsburg at North Shelby. Uh, we'll give us a little more information. I've said this throughout the year. I think there are seven or so really good, seven or eight really good teams, but no great teams this year, which means the playoffs should be a lot of fun because unlike years past, the teams are a little more spread out between uh, good and great. I think district number four is still a little bit loaded with Mound City, East Ashton, and North Andrew. All on that one, so there's three really good teams in that district. But you look at district number two, you got three really good teams at Livingston, at North Shelby, and Oric. Um, I think they're not. I think they're a little closer to each other and not quite as dominant as say East Ashton and Mount City can be. But three really good teams that can all contend for a district championship over there. Uh, Pattonsburg, Worth County. I think Worth County is a little bit beat up now with Alarcon out. Pattonsburg should run away with that district, which looked loaded to start the year when you saw Worth County, Albany, Stanbury, King City, but a couple of teams having down years this year. Uh, Pattonsburg's district really opened up for them. And then the district number four, see Alpson City down there, but also the other schools that are new to eight man are also in that district. So you can kind of see maybe if Drexel or Liberal can get healthy and maybe pull off an upset. So I'm really excited to see how the last couple weeks of their work out and get ready for district standings and all that. We'll have a lot more of that talk next week when that picture becomes just a little bit clearer. And that's what I got for you guys. Hope you guys have a great rest of your Friday. It's football Friday. I'm finishing up this um, podcast right before midnight Thursday night. So by the time you guys hear this, it will be Friday. Um, So, yeah, that's what I got for you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed your Friday. Sorry this is coming out a little bit late. Um, Thank you all the guys in the media poll for doing that. We will have the week nine media poll, and then we will do one more uh, playoff poll. It'll be right before the playoffs start. We will rank our top 10 teams going to the playoffs. Um, and then we won't do another poll until after the state championship game. So we'll have one poll right before uh, playoffs start. So if I'm looking here, one poll will come out on October 28th. That will be for the rest of the postseason. Our last poll will come out uh, probably December 2nd or so, 1st or 2nd. Um, right after football season is over. So for one month, all the teams will have the same rankings. They will not change throughout the playoffs. We won't do it week by week. Um, so once the playoffs start, you got first round, second round, district finals, semifinals, and state championships. So five games uh, to prove your medal a little bit there and go into the state championship game and win it. So my pick right now was to be Pattonsburg over Mound City. It has been most of the year, but I would not be surprised to see a variation of six or seven different schools possibly in that state title game. Um, so should be a lot of fun to see how this all winds, um, kind of lines out here. Cannot wait to see how it all works out. Uh, make sure you guys tune in 95.9 FM tomorrow for North Andrew at Worth County, number eight at number five. Uh, should be a fun one over there in Grant City. Expect a lot of points. Both these teams can put some points up. So, Should be some fun. Make sure you guys tune in 645 tomorrow. I'm going to head out of here. You guys have a great Friday. You listen to Straight Up Sports with Devin Albertson.